we got to get it together. A new link. Now, I, I'm not doing that big introduction again. This is O'Neill on the phone. <laughs> Riri is right here. Come on, hit this with us, Tylee. Tylee, go. Yeah! LA Sunshine. Now we waiting for. Okay, Harlem Sugar. After he called and interrupted. Everyone, uncle, but my daddy. Hello, Harlem Shook. How are you? Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? <clears throat> Derek, how you doing? I'm how old are you doing? We've been having some technical. <laughs> everybody likes Shook's Alley Ho. We've been having some technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, guys, how are you? Uh, Derek, how's your week? good you know you well know. everyone everyone tired and seemed like they um you know been at a funeral or something come yeah, on I'm perk tired up. It's, one, it's one of them days i'm tired i ain't had nothing to drink or nothing. oh that's terrible. oh that is terrible <laughs> how you like your drink <laughs> uh, i eat some chicken wings and we having a drink <laughs> i don't know about this <laughs> well guys um what's going on with my cuomo Hey, Rona Sexy. Hey, what's up, Gore? What happened? Oh, we had the um, Derek decided to call me, so it shut down. So now, now we good. We good. Hello, Miss Linda. Why is it got up as my my group? It says Linda Green, Dana Bell, Rose. <laughs> I don't know how are all those people that's up. on here. No, they're not here. As I said, I thought they said you. I said you got Dana and them on here too with me. Go but ahead, I Dana. Because I signed up. <laughs> I guess because I signed up for the thing to, to put yeah, my eyes on that's, there. Yep. That's how you signed up. That's why mine <laughs> say Harlem Shook. Because that's how I signed up. <laughs> oh. And he looked like Shook Knight. No, he don't look like no Shook Knight. Uh, Shook Knight is sexy. I'm a much handsome mm -hmm. man. Mm -mm. Derek can be very intimidated. <laughs> Well, guys, well, guys, well, guys. Okay, so my Cuomo, he's out. He's out. Well, well, you know, I just read a post. They said next time you give a lady a compliment, you got to say no Cuomo. <laughs> okay, but, okay, you know, like when a man give another man and they say no homo. Oh, that is so funny. <laughs> No Cuomo. No Cuomo, guys. No Cuomo. Yeah. So, Miss Linda. Yeah, what's up, girl? We want to know about your business. What's up? No, your business. You, you're casting and everything else. Oh, hi. I, I'm a casting assistant. I'm an actress. I have a show on Facebook called Sex, Love, and Relationships. We go live every month. Usually the third Saturday from three to four, and we talk about sex or love or relationships, and it's raw and uncut. So please join Ooh. us first at three o'clock to see the ladies, Linda, myself, Linda, Roxanne, nice and nasty Nancy, and Dana Bell. We will be bringing it to you raw. So that's my and I'm an actress, like I say, you know, I do stage plays, you know, some film, independent film, community theater, and things like that. And I also cast people 
and plays and things. Um, you know, like when somebody contacts me, say they need people for a show, then I try to accommodate them by sending them that person. Okay. Every time you might call me, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, you got to turn your environment down. <laughs> she got the she got the last house phone in in existence. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. And I can't wait oh to make everyone use it. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not like you answer the phone anyway. No, I do answer the phone. <laughs> I tell you, when you called me just now, I was in the living room and I was like, okay, I see the issue. Let me just go get on and contact you because I didn't even feel like talking to you. I said, I'm saying I'm tired as heck today. I took well, what off. happened? What's, what's going on with today? Oh, um, tell us about the um, little girl's uh, lemonade and you got to send me your cash up so I can give the girl something. Okay, um, the girl, my granddaughters, I have a lemonade stand. Um, Derek's daughter, my two granddaughters, and their two uh, friends from the neighborhood and the building, uh, their little guard brother, they have a company called the Five Spies. Oh! To make money to solve their mysteries and stuff like that, yeah. and to get their equipment they needed, that invisible ink and things like that. So they decided that they wanted to sell lemonade. Lemonade is really good. Everybody was coming back. They was buying and, and giving donations. They was like, yo, this lemonade is good. So they have lemonade and iced tea too. They have a little uh commercial trailer that they it's on my Facebook page. And we will be out selling lemonade tomorrow from 12 to 5 at 151st Street and Amsterdam Avenue in Harlem, New York. Come on by and get your lemonade and Ooh. iced tea too. They can I like my my ice. I like my iced tea from Long Island and my lemonade fill of Hennessy or vodka. Okay. Yes, that's, yes. It's so funny because that's what somebody did. Somebody bought the iced tea and put some Hennessy in it. And she ah! did, it was like, oh, you had to eliminate iced tea? She said, yeah. And she went to so We knew what she did <laughs> with it when she bought it. Great. That's why you had a small table on the side and said, I sell the hard lemonade. <laughs> right? <laughs> Yo, that table cost me $40. I ain't trying to buy another night. And look, that's going to be our space table. That's going to be our space table when I have my birthday party later on. Okay. Yeah. We got another um guest, a uh, Miss J. Hello. Hello. Good evening, everyone. How's everybody? Well, you doing? sleep too. <laughs> Everybody's no. sleeping. No, no, I actually, no, I actually was on another um another Zoom. No, I'm wide awake. How's everyone okay. doing? Everyone's good. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. good. How are you doing, Jay? I'm I'm feeling wonderful. Can't complain. Okay, Miss Jay, I'm gonna need you to tell them about your business. We're gonna get all up in your business. Of course, of course. What y'all need to did you did we um did I join late? We just getting started. We just getting started. We trying to do the guest first, and then we um Matthew gonna do the special guest and everything. So let us know about your business. Oh sure, sure about my business. My name is Miss J, and um I am the CEO and owner of Teresa's Daughters Creations. It's a gift basket business I have. In addition, I am a COO of Listen Deep Music Group, which is out of Brooklyn, New York. It's a recording studio. Um, if you need any kind of, of voiceovers or um, vocal training, um, any kind of uh, 
music recording um, things. You may need photography, videography. Please hit us up. And I'm also on the verge of um, doing some real estate stuff. Um, in addition, I do a lot of different things with various churches, different ministries. Um, I'm just loving life. I'm loving the space I'm in, you know, and, and I'm just loving life. Oh, good for you. Yay, I'm loving it, I'm loving it, I'm loving it. Okay, um, everybody's Bay O'Neill. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Okay, so, are we, am I introducing the guest person or introducing the topic? Um, you introduce the guest person okay. and her business. See, if you would have read the syllabus, you wouldn't know what we were doing. I did, I did, I did. <laughs> you and um, Harlem Shirt, rebellious spirit, a Jezebel spirit. Um, <laughs> okay, so with me today, um, I actually have Miss Rose Howard, who is, um, she's actually my mother, and she's with the <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Um, well, I'll let, I'll let her tell you about her business and her nonprofit first. Hello, everyone. How are you? Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good, and thank you for having me. Oh, we love to have you. Let us know about you. Let's get up in your business. So, <laughs> I am the founder of Women Against Racism, um, also known as WAR. Um, my website is based on trying to provide outreach and advocacy against racial oppression and and um, racial oppression and inequality. Um, it's very new. It's in its very brand new stages. Um, I am also um, the, the owner of Proverbs 31 Woman, which is an online directory and marketplace for women business owners. Okay, okay. That's good. That's what's up. Thank yes, you. So, so, I, so I'm hearing some women business owners on here tonight. That's wonderful. Yes, yes. We um we yes, need to so drop links and drop. everything. Yes, I'm jotting that down. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you do. We're gonna work on it, Rita. We're gonna work on it. Rita need to get a business. Hi. Well, y'all know my business. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask Matthew. Y'all know what I, I was selling before the recession. Derek, y'all know that, right? Y'all know what I was selling before the recession. You were selling, so, selling weed? No, 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 no. I hope it was living in. No, no, no. It was more of a body part. Right, Sex toys? Sex toys? Oh, God. Oh, hoo-ha. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, Matthew, get into the question of the day. Okay. okay, guys, wait, before you do that, it's a lot of us, so I know we, we tend to talk over each other, so we're going to let everyone answer the question, and then, you know, we'll start. If you guys want me to do names, who answer the question first, then we'll do that. Okay? You listen to your own advice, woman. <laughs> you know what? I will poke you in your eye. Don't play with me, Derek. That's that line. That's that line. Poke you in the eye. Okay. Go ahead, Matthew. Okay. So what? So what? Miss Howard did leave out was that um, she has um, <laughs> she has her her nonprofit on 
TikTok, and she has quite a huge following. She's got almost 50,000 followers on TikTok, oh. and that's where she does most of her, um, like, she does videos kind of uh, uh, speaking about racism and everything. And so the reason we wanted her on the call was because, well, me and Ellie Sunshine have spoken in the, in the past about, um, you know, race and racism. Uh-huh. And um, so the question that we, we, we discussed between us, and I would love to get everybody else's view on it, is when they say the, the statement, um, we don't see, or I don't see color, or you, or you don't see color, kind of what does that mean to everybody? And do you guys see color when it comes to race? Well, um, uh, Miss Linda, (laughs) Miss Linda, um, let you can go first if you would like. Um, I I do see color, and I, I I guess wait wait let's start I guess start off with what does that statement mean to you? When someone says, "Oh, I don't see color," right? Mm -hmm. It means to me that you do, because if you have to say it, that means you do see it. Okay. And you know that um, people of a melanin color get treated a certain way, and some people get treated a better way. Or some I can't say better, but I, I can't articulate my thought of what I'm trying to say. But I don't want to go back into the like old oh, master days and what they did to and all that. But what I noticed, just for me, this let's go with different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. I live on 151st Street in Amsterdam. I have to pick up a guy in the mornings on 110th Street in Manhattan Avenue. Now, first of all, I used to live on 114th Street and Lenox Avenue. Manhattan is two blocks up from Lenox, you know, when you get down to that part of the town. Everything over there was just so different. I'm like, why does it look so different over here? And I only went two stops on the train. And it's like everybody over here is, you know, of a different ethnicity. Let's just just be you know speak with like and I'm gonna stay with my you know the my ghetto talk you know what I'm saying? Okay. Everybody over there was a different ethnicity, right? Now there are Spanish people there, there were Jewish people there, and there's like um, Portuguese people there who I thought was Spanish, but they were Portuguese. But it's just so different because all the Spanish people are talking to the Spanish people, all the black people are talking to the black people, all the people that was Portuguese were speaking. You know, in their little corner, everybody was in their own little corner, but they were all living together. So if you don't see color, why are you and your group with your people of your ethnicity and you, the Spanish people, are speaking only with the Spanish people, you know, and like, so if you don't see color, why you are not all together? Y'all like right in like five feet from each other, but everybody has their, you you say, a click sitting there. Why and everybody talking together and mingling together? Now, like I said, I can see it was just one day, but every day now for the last couple of months, this is what I see. Why, if you don't see color, why is this these different colors that's sitting around? Everybody is with their the dark skin people with the dark skin people. I'm gonna just say it like that. The, like the yeah. Black, I mean it, the Portuguese is with the Portuguese. The Spanish is with the Spanish. The black is with the black, and the Jews with with the Jews. Why? Because uh-huh. y'all see color. I see it. Because when I'm around a certain um, different ethnicity, I start to act like them to make them feel comfortable. And I, I, and I, I was like, why am I trying to act like I yeah, don't do that. Yeah, I'm do Spanish. That. Then I'm around um, the white people. I'm trying to talk like a valley girl. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? 
my listen, like, you know, like when we went to so and so, and I'm like, yeah, you know, like, really, I understand. I'm dead. I get you, girl. But and if I was my black girl, I get you, girl. I get it. But now I'm around these, them, and I'm like, why am, am I doing this? Am I trying, uh -huh. do I feel uncomfortable or am I trying to make them feel uncomfortable? Because I see the difference. I see the color. You're white, I'm black. I'm trying to fit in. Because uh -huh. you ain't trying to fit in with me. And I see color too when, like, even right here around my neighborhood, we go across the street to the Arab store. They speak so, um, okay, stank. Okay, let's just go back to the ghetto. They, they, they stank to, Black people, but they're not staying to the Spanish girls. I'm like, why? Uh, oh yeah, well yeah. Because you see color, so mm -hmm. and, and oh, let me just tell you my experience though. Like I said, picking up the guy every day is supposed to be an accessory ride, but let me. I have to say it quick. I know I'm taking too long. I'm so long with it. The contractors of our subcontractors of accessory ride. Well, anyway, we have these vouchers because I, you know, we all work in that field. We had the vouchers for the accessory ride vouchers. Do y'all have those? Um, no, that? we don't have that. Okay, we don't we have that. It. So when I gave it to the, when I got the cab with the guy with the wheelchair, I gave it to the guy, he's about, oh, that's why he called me a nigga. I said, you nigga, you nigga. Um, that's why I don't like black people because all black people are crooks. But he said he was from Egypt. Don't he know he black too? Mm -hmm. Know your history, bro. Mm -hmm. He's from Africa. He's African. He said, no, he told me. I, cause we, you know how you talk with the cat that's on the way down? We was talking, having a good time until I got to get him that ticket. So I knew he was from Egypt. I asked him where was he from because he didn't have the, the normal accent that I'm used to hearing. Yeah. Of the sea. Like I said, I'm seeing colors. I'm thinking you're Arab. You know, Arab, Arab, how does it pronounce that shit? Um, but he said he was from Egypt. So I said, wow, you're from Egypt. I said, oh, why would you want to come here? It's beautiful there. And he said, uh -huh. there's opportunities here. I said, okay, I get that. But you're from okay. Egypt. You're black, honey. Uh huh. So you're going to call me a nigga then, and I'm a crook because I gave you the voucher instead of $2.75. And you're going to really fight me for $2.75? Okay. All right, uh -uh. but yeah, and follow me to the train station. Kind of intimidating. I want to beat his behind. But yes, I see color, and they see it too. Because when a person says they don't see color, that means you see it. Because you wouldn't have to say anything if you didn't. Exactly. Um, uh, Riri wants to say something. Uh, first of all, most of the time, I I can't say that I don't see color. I'll always see color. But generally, most of the time when I deal with people, I see attitude. And I don't care what color you are. If you come to me right, then I'll come to you right. But then after that, then then after that, I'll start picking it apart if I if I need to. But I I try not to to judge people by the color, the color of their skin. Although I know I'm being judged most of the time. Mm -hmm. oh, that's very good, very good, ladies. Miss J. Um. Well, for me. Well, it, it just, it kind of cut both ways. Um, as far as what we say, yeah, of course, that's the first thing you see. But mm -hmm. when a person opens their mouth, they can be someone totally different. Just like, mm -hmm. um, you know, you know, you perceive because I'm dark, but I could be Dominican. I don't have to be black. And when I, if I start speaking Spanish, it blows, it'll blow someone's mind. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that's just... All of this is just a systematic how we've been kind of programmed um, because we all bleed red. Um, so I, I come more from a spiritual realm as I continue to grow spiritually. But, um, you know, we all bleed red. But it's trained. I feel that, you know, racism and seeing color, I, I feel that that is a, a home training. It's also 
just a social um, socialized thing that we've been oppressed with, you know, as all people. But just like what Miss Rita was saying as well, it's like um, you'll see an attitude, you know, because I'm gonna treat you accordingly because you have good and bad in each yes. um, spectrum of the of the cultures. You have good and bad Asians, good and bad, you know, Hispanics. You have good and bad African Americans, good and bad Caucasians, good and bad Indians, whatever it is. Um, there's a good and bad in everyone. Um, so yeah, although we see that, I still see a person. I still see the person because we can't, you know, you, you can't um, judge a book by its cover, you know. Mm -hmm. So that's my take on it. Harlem Shug, drop your knowledge, baby. I don't have no knowledge, but yes, it's definitely a fact. When people say they don't see color, I mean, it's just it's just something to, to put them on, on your, on, to get you on their side. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, I don't see color. And it's not that it's a, it's not that it's a bad thing. You might, that, that just means that you don't, you know, I'm not going to treat somebody differently just because they're of a different color. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But but you know, in society and like you know, we all that's here that of uh, of of people of color, uh, we we've, we've experienced uh, being treated differently because of our color. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. no, one's, no one's, no one's, yeah, yeah people, I'm sure each, there's a lot of educated people on in this panel right now. And I'm mm -hmm. sure that because of our color, once we spoke or show or told people what we do, certain people of other races would be like, oh, wow, I'm impressed. I'm surprised. But you're well spoken for, you know, this or you, you know what I mean? Like they, 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 they um, assume you are less than. Uh -huh. you know what I mean? So they definitely do see color and everyone does it doesn't that doesn't mean that you have to treat anybody different you know what i'm saying you just hey that's that's black derrick over there or there's mm -hmm. light skin light skin <laughs> shonda you know what i'm saying it's just what it is you know what i mean but yeah that's just my take on this you know it is what it is man you know and like Ms. jay said it's just conditioning we've all been conditioned all races you know white mm -hmm. races black races we've all been conditioned to you know attend to our own and and you know, we're safer with our own. That's why Linda uh -huh. saw that's why Linda saw those clicks. People are more accepted in their own clicks before they That's why you uh -huh. start acting like, that's why you start talking like them, Green. Cause <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You like I'm in I'm in y'all click, I'm in y'all hood. I gotta act like y'all. You know what I'm saying? I'm in I'm in, I'm in your neighborhood. I gotta I gotta I gotta move how you move. You know what I mean? In order to be comfortable and safe. You know what I mean? You couldn't do well, if me and if me and Green was hanging out, oh Linda, I call Linda Green, y'all. If anybody know who, <laughs> that's what I call her. But if me and Green hanging out, and the way she talks to me, just regular, just you know, not trying to put up any kind of wall or front or anything. You know, if, if she goes somewhere else, she she's gonna be different because she's just one of those people that just adapt to her environment. You know what I mean? There's a lot of people like that. So you know that that race, I don't see. I mean that that term, I don't see color. It's just something that just gets you on their side. It's just, it's just, a, it's just a conversation piece that just to, to lower you over. You know what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. how I see. It. I'm sorry. I my okay. Um, this is uh, L.A. Sunshine. I um, when they say I I don't see color, I do because if anybody you know those that know I'm in an introverted family, so I have to I have to see color for myself because um saying that whoever worked with me know the saying my fire is not your fire your fire is not my fire so i may feel a certain way 
you you know about something and my stepmother she may um sympathize with me but she may not feel the same way and i have to understand that you understand right. so i do and when i um like when i go and i converse with them and her family i do have to see color because you know they already some of her family now for the most part my stepmother is very cool she you know she's for black lives matter and everything but some of her family members you know is it so i can't be the <laughs> the aggressive person that i you guys know sometimes i have to calm it down so i won't intimidate they already have a you know a, a image of black people from brooklyn now my, my stepmother they lived up upstate but you know from brooklyn so you can't always see the links to Hughes, Brownsville projects, LaShonda, because you may not like that, LaShonda. <laughs> but the, I have to, you know, I have to see color because I have to see color. And I just want to say this, like, let, let's be real. We are prejudice and racist. Racist is two different things. We all do have, a, you know, a percentage of prejudice right. with us. So that when I when you know you say you you don't see race, we gotta kind of hide that because we can't make other people feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I I do see you know I do see color and I try to see it for the good, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, Riri has to say uh, something. Oh well, now one thing that you notice though that as much as I don't like to see color, I mean you know opposites and all that kind of stuff. I like everybody to get along because that's just how I am. But I do know that when anything, something is, goes awry, goes crazy, deep in my heart, like if there's a bar, if there's a shooting, if there's a robbery, if there's anything that's scandalous, I'm hoping, oh God, please don't let them be black. Please don't let them be black. <laughs> but, you know. And I, and, I, and I don't want to have to make no excuse for you being black by doing anything crazy or would I like to do it for any, any party that's white. It's like, please, but what, what, what my first reaction is, and then and even also if I see a fight, if, like you see the pay-per-view fight, and you know, unless I know or have a good history, I'm all like, go ahead, get him, killer, get him, you black man. But then at the same time, <laughs> It all depends, you know. I, I try to be fair, but I, I I see color, but then I try not to judge every situation. I think I color. think seeing color is just a part of our. We have to like uh -huh. um our, our lovely uh, Miss Rose. Mm -hmm. You know she she's Caucasian. Uh huh. Or whatever. Oh, okay, why is that funny? Because <laughs> you said lovely Miss Rose, and this is his mother. So. I thought laugh was coming. <laughs> oh wait, no, I thought it was I thought it was Matthew because Matthew liked the Barbie. It was Matthew. Miss Rose, because you said, oh, he just laughed because he's Matthew. Oh, because he's Matthew. Then you said, lovely Miss Rose. Oh, she. I, I like Miss Rose. Yeah, she's a nice woman. Yeah, she's well, nice yeah, woman. no, but like you know, <laughs> that and I and I not to not to say this, Miss Rose, and I apologize, but you know some. Some of us black people, we use that in word just loosely. That gotta be a little odd if Miss Rose were like, nigga, please, like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> no barbecue for her. Get her out the box. You know, so we do, when we address certain things, we have to see color because we are all different. 
You understand? And we all got different issues and different histories and stuff. So we have to. The people that say, oh, I don't see color. No, you see color, but you see color in a different way. You know, you, you clutch your purse when I walk. Mm-hmm. Now, some of my cousins, when they come by, I clutch my purse too. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm saying. Chuchu, you know that's true because you do the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Matthew. Um, I think I take this. I, I see where you, where you and Derek are coming from. I'm sorry, problem shut. Um, <laughs> I think I. The, the, okay, so the term for me, I started uh, hearing more of it. Obviously, 2020 was a very was a tough year all around from the pandemic to everything that happened with Black Lives Matter. Um, and that's I started hearing more of the term and kind of seeing more videos on it where people were like uh, kind of almost offended by people who say they don't see color. I never <laughs> took the term I don't see color as something to be offensive because the way the way I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would say taught, but the way I always thought of the term was when I if I say, oh, I don't see color and not that I'm just going to walk to somebody and be like, oh, I don't see color. And you're like, you know you're black and you're standing right in front of me. Like, <laughs> not like that, but just like. <laughs> well, it had to be understandable though. Well, yeah, yeah. but just black like, I just mean like the term for me is more, if I say I don't see color, it means I'm not looking at, you know, you that you have you, you have a different skin color than me. You're white, you're, you know, you're, you're black, you're, you know, if you're Asian or Latino, uh-huh. I'm not looking at that. I tend to look more, towards like just the person you are your character your, your character so mm-hmm, that's yeah. to me is what that always meant was when i don't see color but like i said with everything that happened with black lives matter um i started seeing like people kind of got offensive when they when people said oh i don't see color like they took offense as to say they don't see them as a as a person and that's not how i took it that's not what it always meant to me um and for those who don't know like it might, it might be my opinion because the way I grew up, I'm uh-huh. biracial, I'm half black, half white. I'm thankful to be both. And <laughs> it's just not, race was never something that came up in my household. Like my mom uh-huh. obviously married a black man. It just never came up. I never, it never was, you know, this is your white side, this is your black side. We were just, you know, yeah, you were just a family. So yeah, it no. never came up mm-hmm. like that. Um, no, I I, under, I understand from like your your um standpoint, but like me, like I said, and I'm the same as your introverted family. I have to see race. I have to see race for certain things because I have to prepare myself. Not everybody like my race, and <laughs> I told y'all what I did to my um my sister uncle who's racist, and he's like um old. He's about eighty something, and I went and gave him a hug and was like, Uncle Ari. <laughs> <laughs> But you know, see things like that. Everybody does not in that situation. Everybody does not like my race, so I have to see race. I have to learn how to conduct myself. You know, prepare myself when we have gatherings and stuff. I can't, you know, I can't go over there because he may say something, and I can't take things. Up. I can't be offended. But it's how the media so also so depicts all the all the um, negative things. Uh-huh. So that when in other countries, if you go and visit other countries, you don't see the good things that black people are doing. You see the scandal mm-hmm. and make us look like 
like uh, alien. Well, we had an ex. Um, we had an ex assistant manager. That's a cop. Mm-hmm. That told told me, Rita, Derek. I don't know if he told actually told Derek this, but he said he liked us because he we don't act like black people. And yeah, and I'm like, wait, well, what? I don't. First of all, how does black people act? And second, you know, we do work and take care of kids, <laughs> do other things. You get what I'm saying? Right. You thought that we don't, you know, that we don't do that. We just saw welfare and we have nothing going for ourselves. Oh, hi, motherfucker, right. Billy. I just do it, motherfucker. Exactly. Okay, we don't think anything. <laughs> so, I guess, okay, wait. So, my, I guess my question would be, like, so if someone, obviously, again, I don't think someone's going to walk up to anybody and say, oh, I don't see color. But are you guys waiting offended up. by by that statement? Like, if, if if are you offended by that statement, or or do you see where you know if it, that it comes from? It may come from a good place rather than a uh, oh I don't see color, so I don't see you. I don't see you as a person. I guess it all depends on how you want to. It. it depends on how you know. No, I I wouldn't get offended. I wouldn't get offended at all because you know, in this thing called life and dealing with race and everything, we don't really know how to approach the situation. We act like we do. Mm-hmm. We may came comfortable with something that worked with us, but we don't know how to approach the situation. So if somebody, if the neighbor comes and be like, "Look, I don't see color," and whatever, I kind of understand that. And yes, it is. Um, <laughs> Kind of a representation of oh I have black friends. <laughs> <laughs> but but the bottom line though, if I'm drowning and I don't care what color you are, if you're the person that's coming to help me, <laughs> please help me. Exactly. <laughs> okay okay okay. So wait, I'm gonna get my I'm gonna get Miss Miss Howard's view on this. Yes, our special guest. I have so many views on that. Um. So what you just said is actually one of my views, LaShonda, is oh, if for me speaking for my own race, uh-huh. a lot of people in my race that say, oh, I'm co- love is colorblind or I don't see color is uh-huh. them being full of shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is no different than saying, well, I have black friends. So, uh-huh. And so a lot of people, and I've had a lot of conversations, and a lot of people would find that offensive because, especially with everything that's happening, you know, in 2020, 2021, and and it's it's been happening, right? Uh To say that I don't see color is absolutely seen as a lie because you see color because you treat people differently by the color of their skin. And the first thing that makes you do that is yeah. You visually see that they're not white, so guess what? They're automatically going to be treated differently. Mm-hmm. That's true. And right. then here comes the labels and the stereotypes with that. So when people say, oh, I don't see color, you know, growing up, that was a very sentimental thing to say, to say, okay, I only see you. I see your heart. I see your character. And in uh-huh. the real world, yes, we want to be able to say, no, I don't see color. I see the person. But we don't live in that ideal world. So when people mm-hmm. nowadays, and I'm speaking against my own race, when people uh-huh. nowadays say, oh, I don't see color, I really <laughs> want to look at them and go you're you're lying stop it mm-hmm. because that's the your if you unless you're physically blind you see color exactly. yes yes i love i love i love her. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing about it too though you can that's true 
But even in your own way, you can be you can meet people for the first time, and they they got something against you for you have no reason, and the same color as you, don't know why. And then at the same time, you meet somebody else who's white, and they treat you nicely. Yeah, that happened a lot. That that and, and I don't a lot. mean like like. Oh, let me be nice to my nigga today. I don't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they treat you genuine. So I don't know. It's just kind of hard to say. But what, another thing I want to say is, though, I just feel bad that I don't understand. Like, when you see the people that's marching and, and going to all the meetings and stuff for Black Life Matters and stuff, as much as I feel it in my heart, I don't. I want to know why they go. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want. I, I don't want to get tear gassed. That's what. <laughs> well, that's, shit, that's, I don't think that's marching anywhere. I got arthritis, a bad ankle, a bad back. <laughs> Look, I I support Black Lives Matter. I may not be marching because y'all be willing me back. Yes, but I, I mean, <laughs> I, I really want to know, like, what's gonna, what is it gonna cost me to to just go out there and be and, and be an activist and do something? You know. Well, it, de- it depends. I huh? No, see, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to go, but I see things that happen, and I call me chicken shit. I don't know. But then again, like I feel deeply about well, you, know, you can take things um, different. Look at Miss Miss um, Howard. Mm-hmm. She's um, you know TikTok. She uh-huh. she got her organization, and it's something that's passionate for for I mean, her. Yeah, I, I guess you can say it doesn't have to be that way. Whatever angle you take is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, my friend, uh, she got upset with me because, you know, everybody know I joke a lot. And there was serious things going on. But my way of supporting Black Lives Matter, I invested in Black um, saving, savings banks mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, that I'm supporting the, the movement, but everybody support different. I don't think anyone should feel bad or judge. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Derek? Uh, if you want to go, go. If you want to go just for the experience, go for the experience. When they fight, you say, lean. If you ain't going to put your hands up, back up. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm saying, be aware of your Well, you have, I mean, what's going on. I mean, too, you know, you had before BLM, there were so many other, right, mm-hmm. um, organizations and even our own, you know, anybody could start one up, but it was so many others because you also have the Not Fucking Around Coalition. Out of mm-hmm. Georgia, um, you got a whole lot of. Excuse my language, but that's um, but it's it is acronym, but um, uh-huh. it's not not fucking, not fucking around coalition. Um, wow. back in back last year, um, I like Google this. Um, I think it was on the Fourth of July. I forgot which holiday it was. They were saying that the KKK was going to shoot because of the BLM movements and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. start shooting random. Um, people of color and they came out in droves actually they have a video I mean you can google it but they're called the not fucking around coalition they were in Georgia they came out deep but I'm just saying there's a lot of different movements that's been around for so many years Wait, is even that growing the... up in New York oh I'm sorry no 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 is that the people that was walking around the neighborhood with the guns Yes, they was in. They was in oh, trees. Oh, I like them. I like them. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So they look like. I don't think like, that could um... be a part of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no. I'm saying, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying, no. As far as like before, you know, BLM has been a lot of like the black. It's like so many, so many other um, African American groups and 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 different. Of course, BLM has has grown to national attention and stuff like that. 
but it's been other groups and other things and like Shonda was saying you know it's other ways where you can get back mm-hmm. mine's was more of I'm a I'm a black business owner you know small black business mm-hmm. owner I started back in 2016 2017 but I supported other black businesses leaving small businesses but it's different ways you can give back you know without marching but it's so many other groups out there that you can give back like in the offices you know nonprofits, helping in, the, in your local community even in your local community mm-hmm. um so it's different ways but what i wanted to say too as far as with um for me you know my mom felt when i was growing up that i wouldn't have to even be thinking about racism anymore right she thought it was right. going to be through when she was 13 right mm-hmm. so i'm just saying you see the line then i thought well when i have my kids you know i, I was born in the 70s so when i had my mm-hmm. kids um, it won't be no more of this, right? Right. This my, right. Well, there we are, right? Now I have a grandson. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> He's two years old. Uh-huh. So you say, okay, well, when is this going to stop? Like, I wouldn't even think that to even, you know, where we still have hatred of a color of a skin, you know, of a skin color. And uh-huh. just like what I think it was Miss Linda was saying about our own, you know, our own people, um, you got different genres of the of the black culture, right? Mm-hmm. Um, from Africa, from different, you know, West Indies, whatever it may be, that, you know, especially we're here in the US, I'm not saying I have never traveled abroad, but mm-hmm. they um the way they treat, you know, the way they kinda come across. You know, our mm-hmm. own people, I'm clutching my bag like my cousin was saying, even around my own family members where even in my own job, you know, uh, my my federal career, it's been Caucasians who given me the leg up. Even now in mm-hmm. North Carolina, it's it's Caucasian uh-huh. business owners pumping mm-hmm. my gift baskets, giving me business. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm keeping it real. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm just saying it's my own. It's some of my own people that shun yeah. me. So uh-huh. I don't. Yeah, we're gonna see the color of the skin, but I look at the mm-hmm. character. Because everybody know I love my daddy, but I love my stepmother way much more. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know what? I think we need the Lashondas of the world to get into like when you see those people that break off into different groups, although they can they are black but considered black and on different levels, then you get the Lashondas of the world to get in there and bring them all together. Let's all come together. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I know you think I know you think you Egypt Egypt uh, what is it? Egyptian. But come come on come on and talk to Swahili with me. Uh, oh yes, I talk Swahili. I eat fufu with you and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then well, you go to the next area and you say, uh, hey, so they just feel like they, they, they gotta stick to their own because well, you feel comfortable. You yeah. stick to what you feel comfortable. Uh-huh. If you're a basketball player, you go to basketball. If you're a ballet. You know, if you dance, you, you tend um, with, with dancing. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew, what's our next question for our lovely um, special guest, Miss Howard? Hold on, hold on. Huh. <laughs> oh, we were going this for a long time, huh? <laughs> good. Uh, <laughs> so how was your day, Miss Howard? I, 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 okay. messed my, I messed up my phone. Okay. Um. So I guess. Do you okay? Going based on what everybody else just said, with 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 the Black Lives Movement, with what um the the support that we give to these uh different foundations and organizations, um, mm-hmm. 
Miss Howard, do you see us? Obviously, we progress, but do you ever see racism going away? Honestly, no, I don't. I don't. You got that right. I know as much as I would love to say yes to that, I do not, because the world that we live in, there's always going to be racism that's going to be taught, um, and that's where it starts at. It starts at it's being taught. So each generation that's being taught racism is teaching it on to the next generation. So do I see it ending? No. Do I feel that we could be a louder voice against it? I do. Mm -hmm. But I don't yeah. think, I don't think at, I feel that it's not people of color at this point that should keep being the voice. I feel like people of color have always been the voice and always been the one fighting against racism. And it's time for uh -huh. It's time for other races, mainly the white race, to kind of stand up for those that say they're not racist and that they want it to mm -hmm. end too, to kind of stand up and do the fighting. I, I just feel like it's how long do you have to keep fighting for yourselves and you don't have the backing and the support to end it together? True. I agree. Mm -hmm. But I mean, and that's that's why. Uh, LaShonda, you just saw like the one video, I, I'm, or I don't know if you've seen more, but on TikTok, that's been my platform is addressing my own race um, uh -huh, because uh -huh. they need to be addressed. And yes. I feel like the more that the truth is spoken and I'm, you know, I'm asking people to like really be honest and really admit and really analyze themselves and really admit to their own prejudices that, you know, they'll start to kind of like take off those intentional blinders and start wanting to jump up, jump on board to wanting a change. Um, but I really feel like that really has to be us at this point. I feel like black people have been, been struggling and fighting since the beginning of slavery. And so enough is enough. Like how long uh -huh. do you have yeah. to keep fighting alone? Yes. Thank yeah. you. And we thank you for that. Clap. <laughs> we love you. Yeah. Now, Miss Howard, as you can see from earlier, I like to get all our people business. Yes. And I, I just want to know, like, um, was obvious interracial dating. Like, how was your experience with your your family when you you know you came home with a, a man of color? Y'all must stop laughing at me, Matthew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So Okay. I know I know the story. <laughs> I grew up in a very racist household. My stepfather was among many other crazy things of he was very racist. Oh. You were not white. You were absolutely the shit beneath his shoe. Especially oh. people of color. However, mm -hmm. he did not come into the picture till I was about nine. And at that point, at nine uh -huh. years old, I had already developed my own thinking. Um, uh -huh. So it was already quite a battle because I did not conform to his his racial thinking. Um, I, it is to the point that you couldn't even have a black television show on TV. Um, oh, so did he ever change? When I he no, no Rita he did thank God. No no he's no longer alive. Let, um, let, let it finish. Uh, yeah. Let, so when I started. Dating. First of all, I grew up in in a in an all black community, so it, to me, it never made sense for this wow. man to be in the middle of an all black community with his racist nonsense and expect me to go along with it when 
honestly, my whole entire life, I have been a part of the black community. Um, uh -huh. It has been the black community from childhood all the way up until now that has always welcomed me with open arms. Um, uh -huh. So there was a battle. So when I started dating, oh, I was no longer in the house. Trust me. I was now living. I lived in the street here and there. I went from friends to friends because I stood oh. around. Um, okay. Okay. So I definitely was an outcast, not just with my stepdad, but with a lot of people in my family. Um, uh -huh. wow. Because I, you know, as the as we just were talking about, you know, you grow up with that that cliche phrase of "I don't see color." Um, uh -huh. So, and that's how I not only thought, not only said it, but that's also how I felt. Um, so, yeah. So that's mm -hmm. what, that's what that was like with my family. <laughs> oh wow, that that must have been something to go through. Like, how, whew, I couldn't even imagine going through something like that. Y'all sat up here and let me talk about white people. Like, wasn't no white people on the set. <laughs> <laughs> You ain't said nothing wrong, and that's what happens when we socialize with friends. Okay. I'm not white. Peach. I'm peach colored. She's peach. Peach. Oh God. You black girl. You black. You damn. She got. She's at the barbecues, and we even trust her to make the potato salad, y'all. No raisins, oh, not potato salad. No, that's right. No raisins. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, <laughs> And she used, and according to Matthew, she used seasoning salt. Absolutely. <laughs> See, so we, we, we like her. She, she, welcome to the family. Be black, honey. Be black. We cover, she just can't use the Afro pick. Because it's actually no use. Yeah, oil machine. Yeah, she skipped my oil machine. But other than that, you know, she part of us. She she that that light skin cousin that y'all be seeing like where you came from? <laughs> oh God, Lord, y'all y'all are funny. But um, Miss um Miss Howard, your story is is you know amazing because I can't imagine going through that. And then you know with your twins and everything, you have had um black children, and it's um one thing we we you know. Um, I think me and Matthew was talking about this like um, a couple of weeks ago when we was like, oh, white people don't understand what we're going through. And you, someone who's raising black kids and you have a, a black husband, black grand, like we can't say that. You understand? Right. Like, well, especially when it's in a family, you got to know what we're going through. You may not know how, you know, the extent, but right. you know what we're going through. Right, and I say that to people all the time, regardless of the fact that I was raised in a black household, because from the time of 17, Matthew's grandmother is who raised me. Um, okay, okay. So even with that, even there being with them and seeing and being a part of everything they've gone through, I will never ever be foolish enough to ever say that I will 100% know what you go through because I don't. Mm. I can't. Uh -huh. I don't walk uh -huh. outside with a target on my back. And so... Yes. So, yes, I can say I, I understand through observance, 
mm-hmm. I understand through the fact that it's my family and 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 I'm in, I'm involved in everything going on in their lives. But will I ever understand what it is to be um, a black man or a black woman? Of course not. And anybody uh-huh. that says that they understand fully and they're of my color skin, they're lying. They're lying. <laughs> that that's true. That's true. That is but true. They will say in a minute. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. They don't understand. Because <laughs> I don't understand how it's so, like I said, two train stations away. The train station is clean. It's being remodeled. Yeah. They got all kind of paintings. They got the, um, I forgot, uh, I took art in school. Can't remember this artwork that's in the train station. But I, two stops later, there's trash everywhere. It's pits in the corners, this, that. You couldn't even clean our train station. Yeah. It's like, are you cleaning this one? Evidently, somebody's cleaning that train station every five minutes. Because every time I come through, it's clean as hell. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And it ain't clean up on the 145th Street in St. Saint, um, um, Saint Nicholas when I get off that D train or that A train or that C train. Okay? Mm-hmm. It looks like shit on Broadway Junction. I'm just saying. Oh, you should see the, the bus stop at Queens. I'm just so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> but, okay, but me being the actress or the actor, I don't know. Look, I don't even know what's politically correct anymore um, because they said that it was universal that everyone's an actor and then it went back to actress. I don't know what I, but I, I, well, I, 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 I do shows. <laughs> but, um, it was a movie back in the day and it was a book first called Black Like Me. Mm-hmm. Well, white men, um, it's a true story. A white man um, lived his life as a black person. He did something to his skin to make himself black to really feel what we go through. Oh, I remember as, that. I yeah, remember that. yeah, yeah. So I feel like with all these makeup and stuff they have now, and like you know, uh, what you call it, special effects that they have now, you can make yourself look black and do do that. Right, just live your life for a year as a black person. And then, they, then time. you come back and tell me all that stuff that you say now about, oh, I don't understand why they're so upset. They got the shit. <laughs> they, they have this. You know, why should it be Black Lives Matter? Because before Black Lives Matter, it didn't matter. That's right. Yeah, because y'all uh-huh. just don't get it. Y'all don't get it. We have to fight for everything we get. And, and you don't. And you don't get that we are fighting for everything. We had to be validated at every point. How come she got in the school and I couldn't get in the school? My grades are way better than hers, but she got the job. Okay, you know, and I have more experience in this than she does, but she got the job. You know, so you don't get it. I'm sorry. You uh-huh. don't get it. Not saying uh-huh. you miss out. Not saying you miss out. <laughs> it's okay. Trust me, I'm not. Okay, I'm but not it's like I, I hear her when she said they don't get it. Mm-hmm. And she I is an, a Caucasian woman, you know, living the experience mm-hmm. through her marriage, through being around, through growing up. She see it in, for herself. But there are some who see it and still be in denial. Like, oh, my eyes is blind. I ain't see shit. I'm Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder. Yes, uh-huh, she do. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Know, so I, I, I get it. That and then like to um acknowledge that we are struggling and going through hoops just to get that same thing that you got you don't want to acknowledge it tell me really what is it all for what are you trying to get out of life that you don't want a person of color to get it's not even just us black let's not let's go there it's not black people because you know it's it's anybody um a minority that they consider a minority you know, it's Chinese people. Chinese people can't stand us because of what? Mm-hmm. Because what's like she said, uh, I don't know which one of you guys said, I'm sorry, that was half. 
talking to you know everybody in halftime talk to me i tell you i had company but it's like <laughs> everybody thinks that they are getting the short end of the stick you know like when the chinese lives matter thing started now uh they wanted to give i think they got some kind of uh money they got a law fast they got a law fast they got a law against that fast <laughs> Did, yeah. what, where's our law against attacking with law <laughs> but where's our law? like i said well, oh well that i just don't understand why the blacks why why because they you know every time they see something somebody saying something like that we just look at this motherfucker okay <laughs> shut it up because you just don't get it you never will so the question will there ever be any more racism no it's never never it's gonna stop no it's gonna always be there so, do you think it reprises itself every 20 years or so uh, you know, it's, it's been the, the same. The revival of racism, you know. Well, I think um, I think an ex-president made it comfortable yeah. to be racist. Wait, 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 <laughs> it's systematic. Wait, it's systemic, systemic racism now. They kind of, mm-hmm. well, although it's always been there too, but it's just like you can't hang a nigga no more. Or you're trying, no. You're trying. Mm-hmm. You're just hanging them in a different motherfucking right. way now. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Back from other things that I they need in life. You know, I don't know. I'm not articulating my thought right. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. it, I just, y'all, y'all, yeah. y'all should have never touched on this subject because you know right, we're going to go on forever. Well, God, no, Miss Howard wanted to say something. I, I... No, no, no. Go oh. ahead, Miss J. Miss J. Oh, um, I just want to say to answer that question, I feel that it will diminish because the reason why I feel that it will diminish um, and it will change and and, and there won't be any racism. I know you're probably saying, what is she talking about? It's because (laughs) I'm looking at it um, statistically, meaning there's more interracial couples. There's more babies of interracial children now. Um, there's more, um, and also a study just came out that the Caucasians are declining in birth and Latinos, Hispanics has climbing amongst other cultures Uh and they're saying projections like, you know, next couple of decades of God willing with all that's going on, um, that they will, that a lot of Caucasians will be the minority. Um, you'll have more biracial, um, which is growing fast at a much faster pace because remember that whole sect is what really got our first, you know, Obama, our first um, mm-hmm. black uh, president, right? In office was that that whole, not just the um, millennials, but I'm saying the, the biracial, but you know, of course blacks, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. that particular genre. So it's shifting. Um, and as I say, always spiritually, you know, as in the Bible, you know, the, 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 the last shall be, first first shall be last mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. are the chosen people that's why um when different things like um dance um music um this is just me speaking my opinion mm-hmm. dance music um anything um entertainment um sports the olympics you just seen the first man bones was discovered in africa we are the chosen people we are the true israelites um, that's just my take. That's just my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. So when mm-hmm. people say, you know, um, but that's why we excel, if you notice, at, um, at, at um, at, um, being athletes and in, 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 in different genres of things, creating things first, like, you know, dances and all different kind of things. I think they even had like some of the black dancers on TikTok had, um, 
um, went on strike um, because their dancers was being stolen or whatever the case may be. Um, but I'm just saying that's just my my theory and my take on it. The way of the world is shifting. Um, God, Lord, and willing, we'll still be living around well, to see it. Your mouth but I think God because is. of that shift, the di huh? Well, I think because of that shift, the dynamic of the thinking is going to change because that biracial is 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 becoming more bigger, and also the Hispanic community is growing as well. Uh, yeah, it's just you know. Yeah. Matthew, your next question. <laughs> um, I, my last question was going to be, which you kind of got to kind of get off a little bit, but uh, you know, my mother's story, she said she um, was raised by, well, her stepdad was racist and she had to deal with, um, you know, kind of being like, I don't, I don't know, hated on? Well, I was definitely the outcast. The outcast. Definitely. On her TikTok, if you look at her TikToks, um, she gets a lot of love, but she also receives a lot of hate. Oh, yeah, I got lots of love. <laughs> and she gets oh, yeah. a lot of hate from the Caucasian community, oh, Caucasian. which is oh. hilarious to me. And I he called you a spit. No, I love the my favorite one. You know my favorite one with the um the scratch offs when they they oh, said that she, yeah. <laughs> they said she was a, a white rich girl and her husband was like shit. I'm over here playing scratch off. I was dying. Right. <laughs> so, oh my god. So I guess my last question would be, how do you handle the hate that you do receive, and then? What would you tell somebody else to, as far as who you know, who might be uh, black, uh, trying to support Black Lives Matter, whether they're black, whether they're an, of another race? What would you tell them um, if they are receiving hate themselves? Are oh, you talking to me? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you looking at? I mean, honestly, it fuels my fire. So I don't, it, it honestly doesn't affect me in a way where I don't care. I don't even know how to explain it. I really just don't care. I have a lot of people come on there and say, oh, wow, you're talking against your own race. Oh, wow, you really hate yourself. Um, you must really hate being white. Or, you know, they come on there and they say more vulgar things. Um, but I just, it just fuels my fire to keep going because. I know that for them to be spewing the words at me, I'm touching a nerve. I'm triggering, and that's what I want to do. So it, uh -huh. it doesn't it doesn't really affect me. I mean, sometimes I do have to kind of fall back, um, only because I need to regroup because I can I can definitely go from zero to ninety, um, and I don't want to do that because it's it's counterproductive to the whole purpose of why I'm on there saying what I'm saying to people. So sometimes mm -hmm. I have to fall back and I got to get back into my prayer and ask God to just kind of help me refocus because I don't really want to get too, too much into my carnal self because that's, like I said, that's, that's not a good look. And Matthew was quick to tell me, mom, you know, that's <laughs> not what you're supposed to be doing. Um, so After he started laughing. Yes. So <laughs> what are you doing, mom? <laughs> I, I have been 
been getting the hate since since I was a kid. So for me, I'm used to it. So I my advice to anybody that's standing up for what they believe in is that's you're going to always have haters. You're always going to have mm-hmm. people that are going to battle you. But you have to stand firm in what you believe in no matter what. Um, uh-huh. And and I would tell you, yes, it's, is it hard sometimes? Sure it is. Um, but if, if you truly know it's the right thing to do, then you just got to brush it off. You just have to just keep brushing it off and looking at the source of where it's coming from. Yes. Yes. Um, I want to thank you. I want to thank um, our very special guest, Ms. Rose Howard. Let's give her a clap. Thank you. She's going to be making the potato salad at Derek Barbecue. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I want to thank our other guests, um, Miss J. Yay, Miss J. And our beautiful and my wife, Miss Linda. <laughs> so, um, wait, thank wait. you guys. Wait, uh-huh. let, 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 let them all, um, everybody with the businesses, um, let them say where y- they could find, like y'all could find them. Right? Yes. Pick somebody. So, starting off with Miss J. Um, you can find my business on um, Instagram, which is Teresa's Daughters Creations LLC. I have an Instagram page that is supported by WeBuyBlack.com and also BlackDollarNorthCarolina.com as well. But you can find me on Instagram. And I will also like the information um, from your mom regarding, I forgot, it was Psalm 31 or 13? So, the Proverbs 31. So I'm going to have her say oh, her Proverbs. Her- her Thank um, you. information right now. So Thank you. I would love to actually um, get more information on your businesses. So you can actually shoot me an email at the Proverbs 31 woman 777 at gmail.com. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. And when I get business, I'm going to speak to mine you. too. This is Cali Home. It's, it's probably spelled out right. <laughs> right. It's- okay. Well, um, Matthew, you can send it to um, you can send it to me, and I'll send yes. it to Miss Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. um, thank you so much. No problem. Miss Linda, let us know about your business. Is she still there? Green, you there? No, Green's gone. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> what's your okay? Uh, what's your TikTok. Yes. The Proverbs 31 woman. And, oh, and women against racism. I have two TikToks actually. Oh, okay. I gotta get the other one. I gotta get the other one. It's oh my god. It's like Beyonce and Sasha Fierce. I've got the oh. um, <laughs> yes. So it's women against racism, and then it's also the Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. Okay, so Matthew is gonna send it to me and I'll send it out to you guys. And um I'm also gonna put some um pictures on Thank our you. Instagram, socializing with friends. And I thank you so much. It is a pleasure talking to you. And we thank you for what you do because you don't have to do that. So let's give her one more hand clap. And like I said before, welcome to the family. Welcome to the family. Remember, you got the, po- you got the potato salad. <laughs> well, guys, thank you for socializing with friends. Get a drink, get some friends, and socialize. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Miss Kali Hoon.